it's Chris Michaels, and this is the Last Call Podcast. It's going to be a quick one because I've already done over an hour of podcasting, so I'm quite tired. I was going to talk about how the FBI had essentially arranged through agent provocateurs uh, to create the seditious acts of January 6th, where they assaulted the Capitol and changed democracy forever. Well, it turns out that the agents, uh, or there were various people from the FBI and also other uh, law enforcement agencies that had infiltrated a lot of the protesters, and uh, basically they let them in. That's And it's the typical thing. I mean, the FBI has essentially arranged... For uh, the remember the uh, the shoe bomber, the underwear bomber. Remember all those fraudulent little you know terrorist acts. I mean, those people couldn't have gotten the materials, and all the materials were inert anyway. They could never blow themselves up uh, from agents working for the federal government, whether that's uh, Department of Homeland Security, FBI, whatever other agency we've got out there. So it, it's starting to look like a lot of this is just that, um, and. Matt Getz from Florida sent a very strongly worded letter to Christopher Ray, director of FBI, useless director of the FBI, somebody that uh, was there to make sure Trump didn't get any more information, cover up the tracks of the Democrats throughout 2020 and, and uh, 16, 17, 18, 19. Uh, you know, it, it's the usual, usual nonsense, uh, good old boy network. Uh, but... COVID stuff. A parent, a group of parents actually, sent face masks to labs to analyze what they had found. And a bunch of Florida parents did this. And what they, they basically took these masks, washed the masks, and then allowed their kids to wear the masks for one day before they sent them to uh, these labs for analysis. And what they found just after one day of use of these kids wearing their masks, they, they found a ton of things in the analysis. They had strep in the masks. They had tuberculosis. They had meningitis. They had encephalitis. They had pneumonia, bloodstream infections, meningitis, things that would normally be seen with UTIs. They had uh, essentially food poisoning, E. coli. They had a, what is the equivalent of Lyme disease. They had diphtheria. They had Legionnaire's disease. And they had essentially st various forms of staph infections. And we're supposed to believe that wearing these masks for five to eight hours repeatedly over and over again, I mean, not anymore because COVID's gone, unless you're in a school, unless you're riding mass transit. Um, uh, we're supposed to believe that having particles like that growing in those masks are more safe than not wearing them. I mean, come on. You've got to be kidding me. And uh, it, it's just utter utter complete nonsense and thankfully a lot of people are starting to wake up to this and realize the utter sham that has been perpetrated across the planet okay so there was an email and this is going to go into the category of 
speculation. We don't know if this is entirely true, but it came out today. It's supposed to be a leaked email from England, and it's one of those things where we should look at it, we should keep it in the back of our minds because it is relevant, and if it is true, then the whole thing falls apart because it's all planned out. I mean, if this email is true, it's fairly damning uh, to the whole COVID narrative. Now, this email is to a bunch of egghead doctors and lords uh, from Neil M. Ferguson. Some of you may know Mr. Ferguson because Mr. Ferguson's statistics are used across the planet uh, when it comes to COVID. So this moron is the one that came up with 15 million people dead, uh, utter catastrophe, pandemic, epidemic, scamdemic, and plandemic. This, they, everybody, United States, the West, England, they all used his doomsday statistics, which turned out to be entirely false because they wanted a certain narrative to be perpetrated upon the population's of the West, and they still want a certain narrative. So we're going to read this email. It's from June 14th of this year. And now there's quite a bit here. I'm probably not going to get through all of it, but uh, it's three pages, and it is fairly lengthy, oddly enough, for three pages, right? So we'll, we'll get through as much as we can. Uh, with the impen- So the background to all of this, is that England was supposed to lift all of their restrictions, uh, I think today, the sixth, uh, in a couple of days, I think the 19th. And then Boris Johnson came out and said, oh, no, 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 no. We must continue with the restrictions for at least another 30 days. So the soonest we're going to lift these restrictions is July 19th. And of course, the population of the UK, instead of actually doing something about it, they just went, oh, God, here we go again, and not actually take any sort of action to any of this. So the email goes, with the impending decision and announcement to be made later today by the Prime Minister in regards to a four-week extension of a lockdown, we now have a relatively short window of opportunity to finalize next steps. It remains crucial for everything to remain on track and for all of us to remember our common purpose behind this. Talking about the lockdowns and COVID. It's been tough and it will be tougher, but provided that we are united and we manage to persuade the bulk of the country that we are doing this for good reasons, We'll be able to move on with part two of, quote-unquote, the plan. In short, this will be moving towards a permanent lockdown of the country from Thursday, July 15th, with the reasons for doing so being a spike in the new Indian and Nepal variants of the, quote-unquote, virus. And in parentheses, which, as we know, is just a rebranding of hay fever. So, colds. The virus, in quotes, has already been very profitable and fruitful for us. We Still, we must ensure that we have complete and utter cooperation from both the government and the media with this, and use the line that it's just too risky to go ahead with summer. 
we can model increases of the variance in line with, for example, basically what he's saying is, what they're going to do is say we can't go on with summer because there's going to be a COVID outbreak, and they're listing reasons why they can use that excuse. Number one, anti-lockdown protests. So they're blaming the anti-lockdown protests for COVID-positive cases erupting in various areas. Number two, Euro 2021, football matches in England and Scotland. Number three, where populations swell during the summer months. So uh, like uh, resort towns, tourist traps, so on and so forth. So they plan to say that we must continue the lockdowns in England because of these kinds of events. Uh, If we can get the message out that because of these variants... There are going to be multiple, and we will completely crash the NHS, which is uh, basically the hospital system over there. If not correctly dealt with immediately, then the public should be compliant, and the compliance and unquestioning nature of the masses will be crucial in getting us across the quote-unquote finishing line. And thereby, we would be... Uh, playing our part in the changing of the country. So this is a long-reaching, long-term plan that was well thought of for a very long time. Uh, It will then be for the others to lock down. So what he means by that is that these groups of people, these doctors, uh, they're going to be the ones that play their part. They're going to do whatever they can to make sure the population is locked down. Why? They're going to allow the other groups that are part of this supposed vast conspiracy to track, tag, and get people inoculated with whatever it is. Uh, they're going to let those other groups run with the ball. So they're playing their part. The others have to do theirs. Um it will then be others as part of the Kalergi and the WEF, World Economic Forum, Schwab plan. Now, that's Klaus Schwab, and we've spoken about him before. Klaus Schwab has his family that helped out the Nazis during the 30s and the 40s. Klaus Schwab is the one that is the head of the World Economic Forum. He also wants people tracked and tagged with microchips. It's in his book. I mean, this isn't conspiracy. It's in his book that he published and passed around and gave to world leaders for free. Um, And he also wants people to have a social credit score based upon the search engines they use and the topics they search for on said search engines. Think of the China social credit score model just on steroids. Oh, and by the way, the cashless society. Uh, Oh, and and gender bending and uh, eugenics, so on and so forth. You get the plan here. Uh, For other reasons, the email continues, such as the, well, what he's saying here is these lockdowns, for whatever reason, are going to continue. And because the public went along with COVID so easily and rolled over like the fat sows that they mostly are, we're going to start to see more lockdowns for more inane reasons until this plan is completely fulfilled. So the next lockdown, he says, is in 2022 and 23 for environment and water scarcity. You're already starting to see that in the southwest United States. The water municipalities are shutting off the water for the farmers. The farmers are now struggling to grow 25% less crops. So you are already starting to see this. Food shortages of 2023 and 24 
we're going to start to see the impact of the food shortages because the water municipalities aren't allowing the farmers to grow the food. It, the, from the water scarcity of 2022 and 23. And finally, the global finance and mass inflation of 24 and 25, culminating in finalization of the UN, World Health Organization, and WEF Joint Global Kalergi Plan in 2025. So this is playing right in line with UN 2030, or whatever that plan was, something 2030. Whilst we know that there will be resistance to this, we must ensure that any and all resistance is kept to an absolute minimum, and this applies to all stratas of society, from the ordinary man and woman to the street, uh, in the street, to the MPs and the lords. Whilst over 70% support our actions, thanks to modifications in statistics, we have a hardcore group of vehement so-called pro-freedom people who are determined to scupper us at any opportunity. The launch of a new whatever, blah, blah, blah. And we must coordinate and pressure social media outlets to, one, ban, block, delete any and all posts and users which go against, quote-unquote, scientific consensus. We all saw what that was like, Dr. Fauci. Number two, for websites to restrict, deny access to the above groups, including cancellation of any accounts. We saw that with Donald Trump. Three, for anti-lockdown people and their group leaders to have their details forwarded to the police and be arrested for inciting hatred, violence, civil disobedience. A provision for this is already uh, under the Coronavirus Act of 2020. So they've already planned this out. And finally, number four, for any parent or guardian who openly states that they or their family will not be vaccinated to have their child, elderly, relative removed permanently from the home and for them to be removed from the property regardless of ownership and deed entitlements. What they are doing here, and this is in the UK, so don't expect the United States to be that far behind from this. What they're doing here is going after the children. That is the ultimate goal. We already observe this now in the United States with the communist rhetoric in the material, with the gender-bending, gender-confusion rhetoric in the material that five- and six-year-olds are getting. They're going after the kids because they want the kids indoctrinated, and they can't get those kids indoctrinated with the parents in the way. So what they're going to do is let those kids be snitches, and then the teachers take the kids away from the parents, and the kids go into state custody as essentially foster kids. Now, what else does this allow? This allows the, uh, the child trafficking rings to continue, like we're seeing in the United States. Report just came out today that a whole bunch of children, and this is a couple of weeks old, but it's only gaining traction today, uh, that all sorts of children that have been in these migrant detention centers are now being flown across the country during the dead of night. Three different airplanes filled with kids landed in Tennessee, Chattanooga, Tennessee. The airlines themselves, the airplanes themselves, were 
contracted out by the Department of Defense. Now, why is the Pentagon, why, which is under the Department of Homeland Security, why are they responsible and why are they paying for kids to be flown around the country unaccompanied by any adult? And also what we found out, thanks to Joe Biden, Joe Biden is no longer requiring background checks for people that want to foster these kids. This, I mean, it doesn't have to get any more obvious than what it already is. This is child trafficking. They're reestablishing the human trafficking and child trafficking rings that Donald Trump dismantled for four years. And they're not going to stop until these rings are expanded and reinforced. And so these rings are constantly put into place and never dismantled ever again. Uh, the email continues. A copy of these proposals uh, have already been sent to Nick Clegg of Facebook, Jack Dorsey of Twitter, Susan Wojcicki of YouTube, and Sundar Pichai of uh, Google and Alphabet. Also, I understand that the Prime Minister is going to push for stronger action in the regards against the, the anti-lockdown movement, including deploying the army, and for every street in the UK to be strictly and rigorously policed during the forthcoming July lockdown. So July, for them, is going to be the big day to make this happen and completely control the UK, assuming that this email is true. I've also updated... Uh, I've been updated by Serco. Now, this is the really important part here. I've updated uh, Serco, uh, who are to release stay-at-home bracelets, which will act like electronic tags and will be made compulsory for every household in the country with all residents and tenants being made to wear these by law. These bracelets will work with new 5G technology and will notify... Uh, the CCC, which is essentially a uh, domestic command structure that they have over there, if a person has ventured outside of their confined space, quote-unquote, with punishments ranging from a £50,000-pound uh, £50, fine to detainment in custody for, quote-unquote, an indefinite period, you're rounding people up and placing them in concentration camps if they go beyond the areas that they're supposed to go beyond. And thanks to these bracelets, 5G can monitor everybody in the country in real time. This is something that I've brought up countless other, in countless other podcasts. I bring this up all the time. 5G is going into place to make sure that they can track you, us, everybody in real time including pulling up medical records, any sort of data on us that they have, and it will be accessed immediately with any agency or any official that has a smartphone, the appropriate clearance, and the proper apps. Uh, there's going to be, essentially, he says, there's going to be a three-staged rollout, and the third stage, basically, the, the populated centers will get the bracelets first, and then it will expand to the rural areas, and it will be achieved, all of this will be achieved by December 1st of 2021. By getting people used to complying with us, we can break down any and all resistance to the new changes. However, we must always appear to be friends of the people and look as if we have the best interests at heart so that they do not counter to what we want them to. We must get the media to push the line that, is, that uh, too many people have died. The message is always stay at home, protect lives, and save the NHS. 
As well as being scientists, we also need to keep our good profile and the media with the media and be as savvy as possible. With regards to a new or extra variant, I would like to hear your opinions on the following prototypes. So basically they go through the next three variants that they're going to try to pump into the media. You got the Capital variant, the Dorset variant, and the Border variant. They even go through the dates of when these things are supposed to pop out based upon events that are supposed to occur in those areas. So like if there's a festival, uh, the Dorset variant is going to pop out, and it's going to pop out like a, a week after that festival happens. So uh, it goes on, please also be aware that in order to get more people to be vaccinated, GlaxoSmithKline is to stop the production of medicines for common colds, flus, and hay fever, along with Johnson & Johnson, Bayer, uh, AG, Sanofi, Sanofi Merck, etc., as of the start of July. No chemist will be able nor allowed to sell them. So what we need to do now is that we need to stock up on all of this material and we need to start researching natural remedies. Whether you, whether you find those remedies uh, outside, in a park, in your backyard, if you can grow them, we need to start planning now because these psychopaths are going for blood. This is the end game, assuming this email is legit. We must count on the people's willing, willing obedience, as well as the prime minister and his ministers to be compliant. We all know that if this were to unravel and fall apart, that the consequences would be dire. If we can continue to manipulate the majority, this will make things a lot easier and allow breathing space. Uh, and he says, you're a true patriot if you obey. That's the uh, propaganda angle. Also, certain groups such as blacks, Asians, and the quote-unquote gay community are being ignorant and problematic with regards to vaccinations uh, and is more of an, uh, and is needing, needing more, oh, geez, I can't speak, and more is necessary to educate these groups into conforming and having uh, both vaccines when instructed to. Regarding our immunity from future prosecution, this depends upon the prime minister and our relationship with him. He knows what leverage we have over him, and therefore, as he is bound and guided by us, first and foremost, we can get our way. However, we also have the literal get-out-of-jail-free card by stating that we were following the data. Follow the science. Same bullshit that we hear in the U.S. During our and doing our best for the people. Uh, so long as that line continues to be put out and believed, such as in the case of issuing uh, mitozolam to the elderly, we should be just fine and will avoid any flack. In closing, therefore, let's keep this up for the next few weeks and ensure uh, that you are seen to be acting only in the best interests of the UK and fighting against the virus. Please uh, print out a copy of this and keep it under lock and key. This is basic security, blah, 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 so on and so forth. So assuming that this thing is true, um, what we're seeing here is the blueprint for the next couple of months and how they intend to lock down society, particularly England and the UK. What was extremely disturbing about that email, assuming it's true, that's the big caveat here, assuming that email is true, 
is the idea that these drug companies are going to stop producing generic medications for common things like the flu. So what they intend to do is only allow people to get vaccinated with these mRNA gene therapy platforms. And since these platforms interact with electromagnetic frequencies like your cell phone, like 5G cell towers, then they can turn on and turn off disease at will. And by turning on disease and turning off disease at will, they can quote-unquote prove that the vaccines work. They can also prove that there's an outbreak somewhere and the only way that you're going to not be affected or you're going to be cured is by accepting that inoculation because there are no more drugs to be had. Everything is now in that vaccine. It's that shortage, food shortage, water shortage. Oh gosh, it's COVID. Oh gosh, it's climate change. Those factories, oh, they're pumping out too much CO2. We had to shut them down. So the only thing that was left was getting the COVID vaccines out into the public. By the way, uh, there was also the vaccine passport that someone from Germany let slip, someone from the German government let slip. They're actually having on this passport whether or not you've been inoculated for COVID-21. I'm not even aware that COVID-21 occurred yet or was, in fact, a danger, but here we are, and somebody spilled the beans on that one. So what we need to do here on the last call caravan is we need to start planning. We need to start stockpiling on drugs, and we need to know what, not psychedelics, not, uh, not party drugs, but actual drugs like Tylenol and Advil uh, and, and, you know, various other uh, vitamins, things like that. Because it is going away at least for a year if they intend to enact this plan. And, in fact, this email is true. And I don't know about you, but I would much rather be safe than sorry and stockpile on a couple of bottles of Advil or Tylenol, get some uh, emergency or whatever it is, and uh, at least keep that handy for the next year or so. Stockpile it now, and then as time goes on, every once in a while, buy more until this shortage erupts. And if this email is true, that shortage should erupt in about a month to two months' time. So that's my big warning, and as always, I went over. I'm almost at a half an hour. This is The Last Call with Chris Michaels. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Share, like, spread. As always, I will be back tomorrow, so only keep yourself occupied for the next 23 or so hours. You will be fine.